1: Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Nino back here for another week of Hit or Quit, the podcast that asks you is the show we're currently watching a hit or should we quit? And after quitting Farmer Wants a Wife, after four weeks, Jenny and I are back to cover the premiere of a brand new show, Race to Survive Colon, Alaska. And here with a woman who has learned to survive living in the North. Here she is, and she's survived many a reality shows as well. Jenny I'm Jenny, how are you?
0: I am wonderful. You know, we left the farm. It was sad. We said our goodbyes to the farmers and, and we headed north to Alaska. So... Yeah. Here we are.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> we're there. <laughs> we're here and uh, we're live here on a Wednesday night. So uh, yeah. we're a little bit of like the warm up act for uh, a Survivor Wednesday. So, uh, hello to everybody who's joining us live. You, you can uh, ask us your questions as we go along here to talk about a brand new show, Race to Survive, Colin, Alaska. And Jenny, I'm very excited to talk about this show because I do think that there is like a lot of like a uh, drive by type uh, listenership that comes along when we talk about the first episode of a show that people may be curious to know, what is this show? Was that show any good?
0: Yeah. You got to get people, you know, on the ground floor and, and this only premiered what a Monday night and on the USA network, USA network. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of familiar elements about this show that I think people that, you know, watch survivor and, uh, amazing race. Certainly, Those two, especially you're definitely, there's something here for you possibly. Um, so, th- so this is definitely like, like the kind of show that there might be people out there that are curious about. So it's good for us to, you know, not, not jump in halfway through and try and make sense of it. We got, we got there at the beginning.
1: Yeah, And I think we could do like a little bit of like meeting uh, the cast. We can go through all of that. Like we have done before with some of the other shows that we've covered. So we'll talk about race to survive Alaska, which uh, is uh, I think off to an interesting start. And so uh, we'll talk about that and we'll decide later on in this episode, if the show's a hit or if we should quit, we mentioned Farmer Wants a Wife is no more with uh, the last straw that they, uh, I, even though castrating, <laughs> ca- castrating the calves was, you know, at least something. Big highlight. <laughs> Big highlight and not a lot going on. Uh, there will be a new episode of Farmer Wants a Wife uh, coming up. We will not be covering it, but Jenny, that I would love it if anybody in the audience uh, could keep going with Farmer Wants a Wife and let us know if we're missing anything.
0: Yes, Farmer Wants a Wife Squad, if you're still out there and you are watching the episode tonight, please... Keep us posted because, like I said, when we when we did this last week, Rob, I said I think that the the issue with the Farmer Wants a Wife was every other week. It was like you might have a slower episode mm-hmm. and then you get everyone together and there might be a little bit more drama. So we might actually ha- have be like missing, uh, a, you know, an action packed episode of Farmer Wants a Wife tonight. So the diehards we saw we saw you in the comments. Some of you are, are on the show uh, some of you were on the show and left the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. but, but but others think, who yeah, are watching, we're... let us know if, if you know, if it's if it stays interesting. Yeah. Or it was it the, interesting. the Millie
1: gang and uh, the people that were on the show is who cast. we were talking about Farmer <laughs> Wants a Wife for. So I think we can maybe expand to a broader audience. I think that maybe this is a little bit more. Uh, in the wheelhouse of RHAP proper uh, to talk about race to survive Alaska. But of course you can let us know all week long, go to Rob's website.com slash hit or quit. And you can vote and also give us your suggestions for anything else that we should be covering. Uh, So let me just set up the premise here of race to survive Alaska. As I understand it, Jenny.
0: (laughs) Yes. Okay. Listen, we're new to this. So our interpretation of this is all we really have at this point. Yeah, that we don't have lore to go back to. Like this is a new show, right? Like the there wasn't a race to survive a different spot before, right?
1: Not like, yet. This is the first. Not season that we're out. aware of. Race to Survive. Okay. Yeah. So, Race to Survive: colon, Alaska is uh, the tale of eight teams of two, sort of like Amazing Race style, as you would imagine, and much like. Outlast, which I just covered on nothing but Netflix for multiple weeks with Chappelle and Mike Bloom. Did you end up watching that?
0: I did not, but I I do plan to go back and binge it just because it did sound pretty redinky donk, which I'm always a fan of the redinky donk. So.
1: Yeah, so that show was about people who were t- having to live in the Alaskan rainforest. Uh, it was but, also
0: Alaska? Yeah, oh my it, I
1: believe it was the, the s- Songus rainforest. Uh, the Alaska's same, so
0: hot right now. It's so
1: hot right now. Especially, it was hot, actually. Especially <laughs> in this episode. It was not uh, a, a balmy 82 degrees Fahrenheit like it was <laughs> on Wraiths to Survive, Colin in Alaska. But for on the on the show outlast they had to survive in the alaskan wilderness in groups and it didn't matter how many people were in your group but you could not be solo and so you had to just be part of a team and that's what the show outlast was about here we have teams of 2 and they are on the move trying to get from one destination to Another uh, looks like that uh, there will be eliminations along the way uh, based off of that. There are only seven teams which will advance, but it is not quite a like a point to point race like uh, the amazing race is like we're used to.
0: Yeah. So it, how I understood it, there were like, there's like six separate like races within the greater race. Um, and then at the end of each, it's like musical chairs. Uh, and and so at the end of each leg or each individual race, there's one less spot Um And in this, I don't know if it's always going to be medallions. There were medallions. uh, Yeah, it looked like they they were like
1: powers of veto. uh, Yeah, literally.
0: They did look like powers of veto. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there's only enough for uh, one less team. So you get eliminated by being the last person. And I don't know that there's, if there's non-elimination, because I think this is pretty strict in that there's six uh, it, they said six grueling they it races Six
1: grueling adventures I don't know what yeah. constitutes an adventure Is that an episode? I don't know
0: Um, I I would assume yeah. so uh, But we don't know Because this is very new to this us This is very
1: new And so we're telling you everything that we know At this hour of Race to Survive Colin. <laughs> Alaska. And so that they are, the teams are dropped off and they are headed off to do a 14.3 mile trek in four days. Now, what's interesting about this, Jenny, is that unlike on the amazing race, where you sort of like race from like point to point, you get 12 hours, everybody gets 12 hours a day to race. 12 mm-hmm. hours and then the work whistle blows uh, to end the day like tough as nails. And then you have to re- you get to rest for 12 hours. Right? I mean, re- rest for 12 hours. Sign me up right now.
0: Yeah, it's half and half like resting. Well, I mean, here's the thing, though. I don't think that all 12 hours is necessarily rest because they're at each time they're resting at whatever point in the trek they're at. So they're essentially like making a new shelter every day would it not be because they, they it's not like they have like a, a home base to go to right. they basically like freeze in their spot, and it's like okay freeze. no more okay but it's not pre- yeah yeah you can't proceed any further so you basically have to survive in whatever space space you are at that time so i think that that is definitely part of the challenge as well because it's like It's not like, okay, well, drop your things and get into bed. It's time to rest. Like, you're like, okay, now I have to make this livable for the next 12 hours. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, basically do a new shelter-type sleeping situation each time. So, I definitely think that's, like, extremely challenging. But um, they mentioned that at this time of the year in Alaska, there's, like, 21 hours of light. And so, it's, like you might, you might have it in you that you want to keep going here. Like the, you know, we're, we're burning daylight, mm-hmm. but not very quickly, I guess. Um, and, uh, it's like, oh, well, sorry, the 12 hours are up. So you have to just sit here and wait. Um, that part is, is kind of an interesting thing. Cause it's like, you, there's at least somewhat of a level playing field in terms of like time spent, uh, pursuing the race.
1: Yes. Um, So the teams are also constituted mostly of people who are sort of like uh, adventure racers, you know, on the amazing race. You know, you get like teams of people like uh, like we're we're bowlers, like we're NFL cheerleaders, like everybody that's here. They are people that have like racing experience or adventure racing experience.
0: They are all hardcore. Um, and this is something where I was like a little concerned and it's still too early to say for sure. There, um, But I get concerned when the cast seems so specific to a certain type of person because I feel like then you're putting limitations on whether you could get the best cast for the show. However, this show is so extreme that I understand... Why you're attracting and probably needing like people that are rock climbers and Mm -hmm. like, you know, all sorts of physically adventurous people, uh, people that have already climbed several mountains, uh, because this this is. Very, you know, physically rigorous. Um, But I worry when I'm like, okay, well, if you're only if you're not just getting like a huge pool of regular people and looking for, you know, the most go getter ish or like really good characters for television, are you going to get entertaining and compelling characters for television. But I will say there were definitely like some standouts so far um, in the cast. So I'm not ready to say like, well, when you're only getting like adventure people, you're there's bound to be a lot of duds. It's too early to say that. But that was the one pause I had where I'm like, oh, if you're really just getting these types of people, then you're narrowing your scope and you might just have like the odd person that's like, well, they're the friend of someone who's really entertaining and is a mountain climber, you know, like,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, so
0: yeah, that was a concern, but so far I think it's okay.
1: Yes. Jenny, the thing that I find to be a a, a little appealing from what I understand, uh, there are times when they are going to be doing the race. That is going to be, I think the bulk of this, but then it also seems like that, that once everybody makes it to the checkpoint, it also seems as though there are going to be times when everybody lives together. So was that your understanding as well?
0: Yeah, I was very confused about this because we only got one overnight period within this premiere um, episode, which we saw like very, very minimal team lingering or um, like kind of interaction because there were a couple teams that were close by. Um, But we see at least in like the preview for the rest of the season that there are it, it seems like there is some sort of social aspect and yeah. I just, I don't know enough about what that looks like. Um, But so are you imagining that, you know, at the end of this, this first truck that we saw where yes. th- they had the the silver crate with the medallions at that point, everyone all get, once everyone makes it there, yes. they're all like, link, like they're hanging out.
1: I for- think that there is, The premise of this show and we have not gotten to this point that I think it is the amazing race and then when they get to wherever the checkpoint is I think that they are going to have to live together a la Survivor and I think that what is interesting to me about the future of this show is getting to that point where uh, that they are going to have to live together and as we saw in Outlast sometimes the Alaskan rainforest can uh, make a person do something things they might not do in the continental United States.
0: It, it did look like there is, uh, you know, there are heads to be butted um, in the future. I, I truly hope uh, that, you know, it's not just the, the most dramatic moments are just the snippets we saw in the preview and that we do get some true storylines because this is, This is my issue with a show like this and why I would maybe have some hesitation about getting like super excited about a show like this, because the thing I love about Survivor, we're going to use Survivor as an example, because it, you know, it obviously it's not shy about taking from that concept in, in some ways. What I love about Survivor is I love the, the social um, interaction aspect of it and if um and obviously the the strategic part as well but like the character stuff and and the complication of like people um living and playing a game together simultaneously the survival part of survivor is the least important part to me so i worried that this show would be too 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 heavy on the survival aspect and the only real storylines are between you know, each team with each other, mm-hmm. which um, I feel like with Amazing Race, you get like a little, you get, you know, you obviously get like the teams bickering with each other, but you get a little bit of drama between the the teams where it's like, you know, if um, someone gets U-turned and all of that stuff. Uh, I was just like, is this structurally possible um, to have enough interaction between the teams? Because they're literally out in like, the complete woods. Um, it's not. It's not like a clear path at all times. Like they, they easily could probably not um, pass each other. So if they truly do have some sort of function in place where the teams can come together and there, there is uh, more of an interactive component, that that gives me a little bit of hope because I want there to be more than just. Can they survive? Will they die? Because they there die? was a question of that. Um, yes. <laughs> but I want there to just be more than just the like interactions between team members, which I think, you know, obviously the people that know each other already are going to be the ones most comfortable fighting with each other. But I want teams bickering with each other. I want teams going against each yeah. other, trying to sabotage each other. Like, give me some of that spice, you know?
1: Give us some of that spice. And we don't know exactly what type of production this is, if they are going to encourage that, if there's going to be decisions that need to be made once all of the teams uh, get together. So we are a little bit learning this on the fly, uh, the same that you all are. Um, the teams. Rob, do you know, yes? I was
0: going to say, you know what the show could be, and again, <laughs> we've only had one episode, so I still we don't know the structure Completely, but it needs more oh, right? Yes. Like, well, could we not have a, a version of the lanterns It's um, gonna
1: be. Pl- it's gonna <laughs> be wet. It's gonna be hot.
0: I, 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 be- I butchered
1: this quote. I butchered this quote. He said, uh, "It's gonna get. <laughs> it's, gonna wetter, damp. it's, gonna- <laughs> it's
0: gonna keep you damp. It's gonna keep you damp. Tr- oh no! Did you try?"
1: Yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. Yeah, he said this. It's going to get hotter. It's going to get damper. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it pretty hotter. hot and damp. It's not going to get hotter.
1: It's going to get colder.
0: <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's probably, like, factually going to get colder, um, especially at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jenny's literally, like, shaking. I would be shivering. I would mm-hmm. be shaking. I would not be there in, in a, like... No, I would just, I would not be on this show ever <laughs> <For> no <laughs> She would not no be your reason. show. That, not be
1: your show. You would marry a no. farmer before you did the show.
0: I, I would, yeah. Th- mm-hmm. This is the thing. When When I relate more to Farmer Wants a Wife <laughs> than Race to Survive Alaska in terms of a Colin. concept- Like, sorry, forgot the colon. How could I? Mm -hmm. Um, That's wild. Like, yeah, I could see myself marrying a farmer first before doing the race to survive colon, Alaska.
1: Understood. (laughs) Jenny, let's talk through our cast. I think that might be a more fun way to go through all this than to talk about what happened uh, chronologically. And so let me bring in our cast and uh, let's have the opportunity to talk about that. Yeah,
0: I'll... I'll need my memory jogged on a few people. Be- like I did watch this today, but okay. some of, some people were a little bit more um, shown than others. I feel sure. so. I don't know if the editing means that like these are going to be bigger characters or, or what, but I definitely remember these two. All right.
1: Well, let's talk about Jeff and <laughs> Hunter and they are father and son adventure racers. And, uh, you know, it looks like that, uh, Jeff, and I want to make sure I have, I say, uh, Hunter is the
0: son. Hunter Jeff okay. is the father. Hunter
1: is the son. I don't like how yeah. that they, uh, I'm- I know
0: put it because this is what they're doing is they're like, well, Jeff is the older one. And so he should be listed first, which I think based on what I've learned about Jeff, no. he would absolutely agree. Just, uh- <laughs>
1: just list them by what order they're in the picture. That's, that's that really would what, be that helpful. Would, that would be helpful. Okay.
0: But Hunter is the son. Yeah,
1: so, yeah. okay. So, uh, Jeff is a 53-year-old uh, adventure racer that I, he has a um a company correct uh and that he has been taking like his kids them? out yeah, on adventure know. races uh since that they were just 6 years old and uh that Hunter is out to prove to his dad that he has the chops of what it takes to be an adventure racer as as well however dad does not quite feel like his son is uh, nearly the adventure racer that he is based off of what I saw in one hour of television.
0: Yes. This will be a very interesting relationship to watch because I already found myself getting frustrated with Jeff um, because, you know, he's trying to prove something to himself too. Um, And I think that I, I think that this is something that a lot of parents go through where they they reach a point in their life where they're trying to grapple with the fact that like, um their kid is an adult and uh sometimes might be right and they mm-hmm. or might have a better idea or like than them, and, you know, Might know things better than them or just not need their help with everything or not have to listen to all of their, um, you know, opinions on on how to do things. And I think that this is like what an interesting way to test this point in in, like, you know, this relationship where I think that like this is Jeff's bread and butter. And like the only reason Hunter knows this life is because like Jeff brought him up. Jeff knows
1: everything. You know,
0: and uh, like we got like a confessional from Hunter that basically says like I'm bringing him out of retirement. Like he's kind of like slowed down and stopped doing this stuff. But like I'm coming into my own and like this is a big, big part of my life. And so I think that like Jeff might also have like a little bit of a chip on his shoulder being like, oh, man, still got it kind of thing.
1: Well, there was one point where they're walking through the jungle and, you know, Jeff is leading the way and like he walks past like a branch that comes back and hits Hunter in the face. And it's like, oh, my son, are you okay? It's Like, oh, you see, you're not supposed to be walking that closely behind me. Uh, You should know that, son. You should know that. That was your fault. That was your fault. (laughs)
0: I feel like the show is going to give me daddy issues that I didn't know I had. Like, I'm like, this triggered me so, so bad. And I don't even know why, because I just feel like I've seen this situation in like parenting and not even my own situation where I'm like, comfort this man. You like, like you, you, you are basically blaming him for something that like, even if you didn't purposely uh, whip a branch into his face. Uh, you could take a moment to be like, "Are you okay? Everything good?" Like instead, he reprimands and be like, "Well, you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have walked that close to me." It's like, "Sir, come on." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I we're we're gonna see a lot more of this. I think where um, they're bickering about like which way to go. He he's like, "Don't point." Like Hunter was like pointing like oh like maybe this way and like Jeff is so intense where he's like we're in a race I gotta teach this guy about racing you don't point in a race because like giving information to the other teams I guess like
1: yeah I don't know uh, Jeff is a lot to deal with okay now <laughs> yeah. uh something else about the family okay uh they are also they do not eat meat OK, they're vegetarian. Uh, Jeff yeah. and Hunter are vegetarians. And also uh, we found out that they, they don't even know what to do uh, with me. So this is like part of Jeff's family. Like nobody in the family, I guess, is allowed to eat meat.
0: I think that they they clearly, um, you know, Hunter has clearly been raised as a vegetarian uh, based on like what his understanding of, of like meat and, and fish seem to be in terms of eating. Um, and so perhaps like even Jeff has been vegetarian his entire life. So like, this is a foreign concept to this family, um, which I just think like is, is kind of a, a wild choice. Um, and I don't know enough about how to sustain yourself nutritionally in Alaska, like that is very low on the things that I I know in my life. But I have to think like, if you're signing up to do something like this, and you know that that a part of it is going to be like surviving and living off of the land, like, are, are, is there truly enough, um, you know, vegetation out there to properly sustain you without having to eat like a fish or I d- Based I don't off know. of what I
1: learned on the TV show Outlast, uh, I do not believe that there is a, like I don't know what, what that the producers of the show seems like that they kind of did them dirty to give so them like them? canned foods <laughs> that are not foods that they eat. Um, and also that the, they don't eat meat and it seems like that the variety, the most of the food that you get other than some berries maybe are things like, um, mussels and, uh, crabs and fish.
0: Yeah. So like they got canned, um, mussels and clams, I believe. Yeah. Um, which it's like. I just thought that was kind of funny because it makes sense in that, like, it's good protein in a can. Um, but I don't know. Could you have given these guys some, like, chickpeas or something? Yeah, like, something or, with, like, so, a little bit of sustenance that is in a can.
1: And so they first uh, said, uh, Boy, I don't even know. Are you supposed to cook this or not? <laughs> yeah, I think didn't that, know. that here's my rule of thumb if you're not sure if you should cook it or not, I'd cook then it. Then cook it. I'd cook yeah. it. I Air cook it. on
0: the side of caution. Yes. And it's like, yeah. Um, you know, I just don't know that this would be what you want to be like your first time well, consuming meat for the also imagine like your first time. You're like, I've never eaten meat um and like your your introduction to it is like uh, you know, canned, canned clams.
1: Yeah, canned
0: clams. <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> a smoked clam. Oh. Could be real, real nice. Okay,
1: all right. Put on um, a little
0: cracker. Like not bad.
1: <laughs> okay, now Jeff is also super dramatic. Uh, here's what he had to say about uh, eating one of the uh, canned clams. I'd rather just cut my finger off. <laughs> I'd rather cut my finger off. Now, it's something you got to be careful <laughs> with those cans, Jeff. Yeah, gonna, you could take a finger. You could, you could lose a finger if you, you haven't lose, been used to use handling the these yeah. uh, these uh, canned clams. Yeah,
0: they don't give you gloves to, to handle the the canned clams with. This man said that I would rather be a self cannibal than eat oh, a clam. Oh, are you thinking he's going to
1: cut a finger off to eat it? That's what you think it's like. a 127 hours situation. I thought he was just being so dramatic, of like oh, I'd rather cut my finger off than eat this.
0: Well, I think when you're talking in the context of like I, I'd rather do this than eat this, I think that in that context that you're maybe saying I'd rather eat this thing. Hmm. Um, and so <laughs> I, I question if he. To me, that was my interpretation. He was saying he would rather eat his own severed finger. (laughs) Did you try that? Did you try that? I mean, he didn't. He like, he was all talk. He's like, Oh, I'd rather cut off my own finger. Well then do it, sir. Yeah. You probably got a knife here.
1: Ultimately, like, uh, the adventure, they, they're they doing pretty well overall, Jeff and Hunter, and they're really, like, excited about, like, where they're going to be uh, sleeping. But ultimately, they eat the canned clams, and then this culminates into, we see, like, up close, um, oh. Hunter projectile vomiting <laughs> retching so for uh, quite some time like multiple times um i yeah. guess like uh, I, I i don't know if it was from that he has never eaten this before or it was the extreme elements or both but uh my heart went out to the guy
0: it was so gross um you know i've seen a lot of vomiting on on television before uh both real and fake it's not something I like uh it definitely makes me feel gross um but this was like fully water like it was like Mm. it was so gross he was and I'm worried about his hydration level at this point now because I saw like four different times of like a lot of projectile vomit that seemed all very like watery right um but this is a common thing where it's like if you eat meat for the first time or if you eat meat for the first time in a while, say you you go vegetarian and then it, like take a break from meat or whatever um, and then eat it again and go too hard on it, like it can make you sick. So it's like I don't know if they anticipated that they might need to eat meat and maybe should have prepared should prep like their yeah. stomachs for that a little bit or if they just truly were under the impression that like they might have other options but it was also only like the first day. It's like maybe you could hold off and like wait till you're really desperate to eat the clams, yeah. right? Like, are and you then, gonna be that hungry after the first day? You know, I don't the, know. The
1: kid threw up all night, and then the next day, uh, Jeff was like, "Oh, that was uh, that was a rough night. We're we're on zero calories. Like, oh, hold on, sir. Like, uh, did you throw up too? <laughs> did you like, puke? <laughs> or was it just, like just your son?"
0: Did he eat them, though? Because oh, maybe he, I don't know- his, he didn't cut oh. his finger off. So, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So maybe he just ate nothing. He said, I'll save the finger for when I get desperate. Um, but I I actually, if I think about it, I don't recall seeing Jeff eat. Mm. It might have just been Hunter. Yeah. So maybe we, they would have both been puking.
1: All right. Jenny, let's talk about um, one of the other uh, teams that were at the center of everything in episode number one. Let's talk about Brett and Esther.
0: Oh, boy.
1: Brett and Esther. I was was
0: about to call them Brester.
1: This is probably not a good (laughs) portmanteau. I don't think we're doing that. We can't call them (laughs) Brester. Maybe that's what their friends call them.
0: I think it's like, I mean, that's where my brain goes when I yeah, want to combine those two names. About.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. You're not new to this. Yes. Okay.
1: Um, all right. So, Brett and Esther, uh, they are here. Uh, they are uh, also uh, people now, uh, they met on a dating app. Okay. All right. Okay. So, little, uh, little, so, uh, it was right. like an
0: adventure based, uh, they don't say app. They which
1: have... app it was on. I think it was, I mean, Breaster. they have them for everything. I think that's the <laughs> app that they were yeah, on. There's, they actually there's, met there's on no, there's no second E in Brester. Uh, yeah. it's uh you know, uh, B R E S T R, uh, is yeah. what they call it. And so, <laughs> um, that they are both divorcees, uh, but they have a mutual love of the outdoors, uh, and they love fishing. like hunters,
0: I think. I think they, yeah. I think and it said they were hunters.
1: They came in like kind of cocky Uh that they have, they have the heaviest pack. There's a little bit like of a pop-up video element uh to this. So did I really date myself by talking about pop-up video? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you dated yourself definitely, but you're at least in good company because I can at least relate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes like, things like pop up
1: on the screen and tell you like, oh, they're carrying like the heaviest. The fun fact, uh, they're carrying the heaviest packs of anybody. Yeah. I think You'll they were- get
0: like nature facts too. It's like this. This kind of bear yeah. is brown.
1: So they were carrying 78 pound packs and it felt like that Brett was actually going to be the person who might be uh, having some issues because it was the hottest day of the year in Alaska. It was 82 degrees. They were carrying 78 pound packs and I think that they might have overdressed a little bit and they were slipping and we see Esther take a fall did not look like a particularly like gruesome spill that she took.
0: Yeah. I, I don't even know that it was necessarily uh, the fall that, that really did her in, but I think we saw leading up to this point, and this is, this is where I was getting a little frustrated was repeatedly, Esther is like saying she's really, really hot. She's struggling. She said, I need electrolytes. I need electrolytes. I need mm-hmm. electrolytes. She said it at least three times. Um, and each time Brett was kind of like, let's just keep going. Let's keep. At no point did he stop and say, do we need to take. Do you need something? Mm-hmm. She was saying she needs electrolytes. Yeah. And he just was like, we got to keep going. And I think that she was already so weakened. Yeah. That. The, the impact of the fall probably was what yeah. triggered Jenny. Whatever honestly, I don't
1: even know if the fall was anything. I, she might have just like completely just like passed out on her feet. And that might have
0: been why she, f- yeah, fell. Like she might have fallen. Like, I don't because know if it was the, was the fall
1: that caused the injury. I think that she had right. like whatever, whatever was going on. Like and and I don't think it. we ever get a diagnosis on the show um, about what it was. Yes. They
0: said oh sorry at the it was severe heat stroke.
1: Okay. So she was in
0: the ICU for 3 days.
1: Yeah. All right, so uh, she goes down, and basically, uh, we start to see medical. Like we really get to see um, the medical team of uh, Race to Survive, call in Alaska, go to work to try to resuscitate Esther. Uh, they get the first responders are coming in. She's having trouble breathing. She has a fever, and eventually, they're going to call for Plan B, which is an emergency airlift for Esther.
0: Yeah, uh, th- this was actually quite intense. Um, it was harrowing. Yeah, it was. It was stressing me out because it's like she was not responsive, and and also the medical team. Like there was first like the one guy that was there, and I was like, "Is this just like another person from another team that I am not familiar with?" I, like at first, I just like it's couldn't like tell that that was. Yeah, it just looked like a guy. I don't know. I guess maybe like it's I not mean, like he had a supposed to like So I think lab that was like coats,
1: the field but... producer.
0: Oh okay. Um, But then they brought all the people in, and like they're like pulling up her eyelid, and like she's not responding at all. Um, Her heart rate was like 130 or something like that. I thought they said, but um, Jenny, uh,
1: that this got dark because uh, (laughs) they, they bring the helicopter out, and Esther tells Brett, I'm dying, and then she tells Brett. I'll see you in heaven. She says to him before she gets into the helicopter. I'll. That I'll was these are things I have insane. never heard on a reality show. We I, am, have seen, I am dying yeah. and I will see you in heaven.
0: Yeah. Like Esther wasted, you know, while she was in her state was convinced that this was it to the point of telling him, yeah, I am dying. I will. And then like, and it was like at this weirdly sweet thing. Cause she was like smiling at him being like, I'll see you in heaven. <laughs> I'll see you like, in heaven. She was accepting like her it's, fate. Th-
1: th- Is heaven the ponderosa of life, Jenny?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I mean, I, I guess so. Kind of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I do that. that in my experience with it, Um, yeah I think like heaven is like the ponderosa of life because you know you sort of like you come out of like the game and everybody is there and you see all your friends and they're uh, often happy to see you and uh, like here you go like uh, Rob like it's like oh I have been waiting to see you they're like oh here's here's the beer here's all the the candy you you can can eat all the pizza (laughs) so in a lot of ways you know ponderosa is like heaven but I do think that she was talking about like uh, really like Going to the afterlife.
0: Yeah, I don't think that in this case uh, she was using. Uh, heaven as an, uh, a, a euphemism, euphemism for, Ponderosa. for where yeah, for whatever the Ponderosa of uh, race to survive, colon Alaska is, if yes. that even exists. I also yes. don't I mean, think this would that turn would into a literal going. race
1: to survive here. Um, because <laughs> she but, went
0: to the hospital, she was not to going hospital. to Ponderosa. <laughs> right.
1: Um, that I thought it was also very sad that Brett couldn't get in the helicopter. I could not imagine you know doing yeah. this race with you know with your with your spouse. Um, or anyone, and then it's like, okay, we're taking them to the like the hospital. Like, we'll yeah. we'll keep you posted.
0: I know. I'm only really curious about when they got reunited because we got the little um, thing at the end of the episode where it was like Esther was airlifted to the hospital yeah. with severe heat stroke, three Made days in the recovery. ICU and made a full recovery and she, and it said that she was reunited with Brett and their children, or her children. Um, but I was like, reunited when? Like those three days in the ICU, was Brett not there too? Like, oh my God, how stressful would this have been? I don't mm-hmm. know, I yeah. just need more details.
1: Okay, so yeah, there' a lot going on with uh, Brett and Esther uh, in yeah. uh, the first episode. So that was where I think things got serious uh, there. Um, yeah, let's talk real. about, uh, another team that got a lot of airtime. Let's talk about the native Alaskans, the brothers, Wilson and Oliver. I love these guys so much. They're fun. I'm
0: obsessed. They're so fun. I don't know. There's just Wolliver? something, there's something familiar about them to me and their energy is they're just so like dripping with optimism and positivity and and like and drip and just also alaskan drip um
1: alaska drip
0: (laughs) i think that they are really really fun and um yeah i don't know they just have a great energy
1: yeah, um they are uh native Alaskans. Uh they call them uh From, like uh, the northern part. Yeah, Alaskan alpinists. Uh one's a gold miner and one is a uh fisherman. And so uh that they feel like that they've got like home field advantage uh over this and you know they they uh love the cold. They're like uh talking about like they're taking pictures with like no shirts on in the snow. They don't care. Yeah.
0: But then we we basically get introduced to them um, where like there was like the it was almost like the the marooning type thing at the beginning where they're like sizing each other up a yeah. little bit and like they noticed that everyone else was like wearing heavier clothing and they were like in their like running tights and like light uh, mm-hmm. running shoes, which in a race, perfect attire but I think that they were starting to realize they're like are, are we going to freeze yeah, but, because we're not dressed very heavy but they're
1: used to it like I feel like that was Christian and Max were like shading them Uh, but like, yes. look, hey these guys maybe know what they're doing because ultimately spoiler alert that they're going to come in first place and the show like really tried to make, like, throw us a curveball uh, at one point where it's like yeah. due to bad map skills uh, Oliver yeah. and Wilson are off to, like they are um, because then we, they were showing us like the second place team, like doing stuff that Oliver and, w- and Wilson did a long time done, ago. Like, yeah. It was so confusing. And Oliver and Wilson still finished in first place. So how, what, don't shade their map skills.
0: I think that what they were trying to say, because I think that they had a significant lead at the that point and that maybe they like lost some of their lead because of poor map skills. Like at one point they took like a wrong turn or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, I don't know. Like, do you think that the, the editing is just like, we just don't want you to... Like, are these just going it. to be the best people there, and like they're going to kill it every single round, and they just want to give us enough reason to doubt that they have it in them, and so that there's like a little bit of tried to make it interesting. but yeah, yeah, I don't know because they, I mean, they still did it. Look
1: like they're doing good to me. It looked like they had good map skills to me,
0: and they're having fun while doing it, and that's what I love to see because, oh my gosh, this feels like it would be the most miserable experience to someone like me mm-hmm. uh, so i i am living vicariously in an experience i would never be a part of through two people that are truly just having the time of their lives and making the most of it and that is the stuff that gets gets my little ticker going you know
1: let's talk about the guys who seem to be the chief rivals for Wilson and Oliver. Okay. Uh, And these are some, uh, some professional adventure racers. Uh, Let's talk about the team of Max and Christian.
0: Oh, what a what a stance
1: here. What a stance. These are two
0: intense men. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Now, Max is uh, somebody who you might have seen uh, a lot more of before uh, because Max is a veteran of the Naked and Afraid franchise. Our own Mari Forth said uh, rooting for Max because she knows him from uh, the Naked and Afraid uh, era.
0: Which this adds up now because I'm pretty sure we got a confessional from Max where he talks about uh, running around naked in in the woods as a child. So he's, <laughs> he's been naked. He's been naked and afraid his entire life and yes. maybe just not afraid at all. He's not
1: afraid. Uh, and then Again, with the
0: photo, look at this.
1: Yeah. You like this photo? Not-
0: no, the, the names and not, oh, it's, they're all because,
1: backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Come on. Like flip the photo Max then or just Christian. write the names differently. Come yeah.
1: on. Okay. So uh, yeah, Max is uh the guy in the blue jacket. Uh, Christian is wearing the green jacket. Um, like he has a
0: jaunty mustache. I didn't, yeah, I don't remember a lot about Christian.
1: No, yeah, Christian is kind of the, as uh, Jessica Leese would say on the uh, D'Angelo and Gary, Uh, he's a little <laughs> bit of the end Gary.
0: Right. And Christian. yeah, (laughs) And Christian.
1: He is an ice climber who uh, works as a mountain guide uh, while Max is famous for 156 days on Naked and Afraid.
0: Dang. That's That's a a long time. That's a lot of days.
1: It's a lot. Yeah.
0: So this makes sense that, you know, I, I think... We're going to see more of Max and I don't necessarily mean nakedness. I just, not like, but possibly because that's what, if that's what he's used to. Um, but I, I definitely felt like this guy had like star quality. Like he's going to be a big, uh, he's part a of big get storyline. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, and yeah. so they were hot on the tail of the brothers. Uh, they were trying to make a big deal about how like uh, they know what's up with the bears. Uh, the brothers are like a little bit more reckless. Uh, Max and Christian, uh, they do everything by the book.
0: Yeah, they're like a uh, yeah because they, they they know all of the tricks about um, following like the what did they call it the game like the game trail so Mm -hmm. it's like following the trail that the animals would have taken um, because animals are going to take the path of least resistance but then also you're going in the same spot that animals would go so you have to like protect yourself from animals but they they know all the tricks the yelling and trying to keep the bears away and they're flexing all of their their Mm -hmm. know-how whereas you've got like oliver and wilson who are just kind of like they're, they're carving their own path, you know? They're, like, they're making their they're own path. They're carving their own way, yeah.
1: Okay, um, let's talk about, the. we have a brother and sister team. Uh, they are Carson and Bella. Uh, Kason. Kaysen, sorry. Sorry, yes. I got Carson on the brain. It's Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> Kaysen and Bella. They're Ivy yeah. League graduates. Dang. Uh, they are
0: like, they are the most uh, enneagram three people uh, oh, in the world.
1: Yes, I mean,
0: well, maybe not, but uh, these these two are overachievers. Yes, like they're just they are achieving everything in life. Kason, I'm pretty sure is the one that said that he has um, climbed the the tallest mountain on each continent.
1: Yes, and planted a pride at flag. Yes, yes, yes,
0: like I I, I climbed stairs today.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. <laughs>
0: I'm I don't know. Yeah. This this man is achieving. I'm just like he's really They you know, come from going a big family
1: it. of uh adventurous. They really were were a little purple in the first episode. Uh did not have a lot going on. They were kind of like in fourth place. They were basically like two different groups there were sort of and they were sort of like at towards the back of like the group that was out in front and then yeah. there They're was a, the th- then there was a group that was like towards the back end uh, which we'll talk about those uh, teams that were uh, bringing up the rear uh, <laughs> but yeah they were sort of like uh, drifting like off the back of the teams that were at the front.
0: Yeah. I, I I think that we'll get more from them because I don't think that they're going to do terribly. So I think that they'll probably stick around for a while. Yeah. But um like their biggest drama was uh Bella lost one of, oh, their one of the compasses. compasses. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um and so like the big drama was like Yeah, it was not their only compass. But she was like, like, I'm gonna well, go back really and look careful. for it.
1: Like, what what are you talking about? It's a literal
0: needle in a haystack. It's like <laughs> yeah. you are in like pure brush like yeah let's double back four
1: miles and look see if we can find the compass
0: i'm glad they made that decision because (laughs) there was a moment where i was like are you actually gonna turn around and look for this compass
1: yeah okay well
0: that Uh, was their main storyline in this um oh and like we got like we're getting like family packages kind of thing from them too like similar to like the editing um on survivor where you're getting like a little bit more of their backstory like woven into the episode. So um so their story like their their mom has been a few years ago diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. And like she like the message she sent them out with was like what a wonderful opportunity to like bond together. So just like that's that is true. I, I think that this is a very interesting way to grow closer to your sibling. Uh but I I, I really do like these two. I just don't feel like we got Quite a lot from them yet, but okay, I think that they'll be around.
1: Je- Jenny, there are two women, women, uh, team, two teams yes. of, of women, uh, and they end up having stories that overlapped. Uh, did you want to talk about uh, Genevieve and uh, Fabia or uh, the other uh, uh, team with Robin women, and Elizabeth? Robin and Elizabeth,
0: yeah, um. I think we got introduced to Genevieve and Fabia first, so like maybe we'll go there. I don't know. We, whatever yeah. order you want to do. I, Rob, honestly, I'm, both I'm of them
1: were kind of like under edited until the point when they sort of like met up on the trail.
0: Yeah, they're like these these uh, pairs of women aren't interesting enough to dive into on their own. But if we get enough of them together, <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll if tell they their story. Meet up and
1: there are four <laughs> women together.
0: We'll let them. We'll let them tell their stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm. being a little facetious yeah. here. Obviously, we're joking. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's start with uh, Genevieve and Favia. Uh, Favia- has, you know, a really uh inspirational story. She is a cancer survivor and she's a professional rock climber. We got to see that. Uh Genevieve- she
0: chemotherapy in her leg. Like mm-hmm. the fact that she's doing such incredible physical stuff after like all of the treatments that she went through like Seriously inspiring. I'm like, oh my gosh.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah, It's just very
1: impressive. So they're yeah. doing great. Um, then you had Robin and Elizabeth who uh, somehow, I think, got less airtime than Genevieve <laughs> and Favia.
0: I think they did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Their story is that they haven't been friends very long. They and met that they skydiving? Met skydiving over the Egyptian pyramids. Like, All of these people have done very, very, like, wild things that not a common person has done. So, like, it almost makes you think, like, does this experience seem that wild to you? You went skydiving over the Egyptian pyramid. You could land on the
1: top of the pyramid. That could be, you know. Like,
0: that could hurt you. Whereas, like, I think that you get people that, you know, on, on on a Survivor or an Amazing Race that has, like, never experienced something so big... Uh, whereas I feel like some of these people are like yeah I've climbed climbed Everest twice no big deal it's just Alaska Mm -hmm. like I don't know it makes me wonder like is this that crazy for some of these people like maybe not
1: yeah especially in the middle of July when it's 80 degrees outside Uh, this isn't that wild All right. but so the women end up uh, like having to stop for the night and both of the the teams of two women are kind of close to each other they end up sort of like linking up and potentially starting an alliance but they also seem like very wary of each other like well we don't want to work too closely with them because uh we don't want to be the last to arrive
0: yeah so robin and elizabeth were like slightly ahead and then like saw genevieve and fabia behind and we're like hey come over and then like immediately we're like but i also don't want to be like stuck with them uh because what if they slow us down it's like well you literally just chose to like have them sit there but also like what is a few feet going yeah. to make a difference like you just wanted to have some company uh in the 12 hours that you're not racing like i think that's completely sensible if they're basically like in earshot anyway like might as well have some company and i i like I love hearing women's lions. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's it's not something that always pans out. Uh, maybe
1: maybe race to <laughs> survive, call Alaska, colon Alaska yep. is
0: the time. And uh,
1: the women were able to bond as they were foraging uh, for some food, and uh, they uh, they found uh, something uh, that they felt like uh, was going to be able to sustain them uh that there was um was some sort of, some sort of food uh sustenance that they found and uh here is a uh, a clip of uh this type of worm they discovered
0: it's a banana slug or it totally looks like a penis absolutely <laughs>
1: like
0: no joke oh, <laughs> caught a penis already today. <laughs> yes. what happens at the girl camp? <laughs> they caught a penis c- today yeah
1: yep. brings yeah Every all the women together. Do you think
0: that Jeff would have eaten that over the cliff? <laughs> <laughs> he said he'd cut off his own finger.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: what else would he cut off?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we didn't get any footage of how anybody attempted to consume it or how it was prepared, but uh, yeah, that's did they
0: actually eat it?
1: That we don't know. Totally looks like penis. I I
0: I don't even know what to say about
1: this. Yeah.
0: Did <laughs> you like, try?
1: Yeah. Did you try? Yeah.
0: Like what do you think the, I mean probably uh similar to the 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 uh the calf fries from last week on Farmer wants why? They didn't want to like, like
1: it. Yeah.
0: Would it be good with a little bit of uh, sweet chili sauce, you know, Mm -hmm. fry it up, fry up that penis slug?
1: Yeah. And I don't know (laughs) if it's like uh, it's like, I don't know, like this uh, (laughs) this doesn't uh, look like something that uh, I want to eat. And I don't know if that's if that's helping or hurting the case.
0: Yeah. And I would also be like wanting to pull up Google and be like, will this kill me? Like, I would be so afraid to eat. (laughs) Anything, so i'd be like is this secretly poisonous mm-hmm. um sorry i guess i would maybe have a little bit of mistrust of the penis looking slug okay <laughs> i <Right. laughs> just like i don't know if i want to consume this tell yeah. me a little bit more about your toxicity mm-hmm. all right before yeah, okay. i decide whether i want to consume By the way, you.
1: this is uh robin and elizabeth and then uh let me introduce you to uh, genevieve and favia
0: Okay. I actually think that like um I think that both teams are going to be are going to be interesting. Like I, f- I feel like we get a little bit of a preview. It's it seems like uh Robin is going to get frustrated with Elizabeth because uh, I think Robin's like a little bit more into this than Elizabeth based on what we see. So that's always fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. I okay. like them and I, I liked them getting together and, and being like, let's, let's uh, get something. Yeah, going they both here. seem well, like very yeah.
1: like, uh, like capable, but maybe ultimately too normal for yes. uh, exciting reality TV. We'll maybe see, not we'll see.
0: living too hardcore. All
1: right. Yeah. And then th- last, um, Certainly not least, but definitely last so far. Uh, the v- most eccentric team I think that we have here on the show. Let's talk about Justice and Hakim. Yes, okay. Uh, yeah, so, so, Again. uh, let's let's so, so, Hakim, not a single photo matches yes. the order of the names. Uh, Hakim. <laughs> i because I, I looked at this photo i was like wait that's hakeem no uh yeah, the, no, the guy justice on the right is, is hakeem the, the ginger
0: bearded um, man yeah
1: so uh, hakeem he is a according to this bio from the usa network he is a skilled psyops army veteran who owns a survival school who teaches vets who have ptsd primitive survival skills that made him a perfect partner for justice who teaches a course on how to perceive things without the use of the eyes. What is it like a Jedi? Uh, the, uh, the martial arts enthusiasts hope to use their unique minimalist survival skills to travel light and make their way through many challenges Alaska has to offer faster than everyone else in the competition. We saw a lot about Hakim with a samurai sword. Yes. Being a we- ninja.
0: Uh Hakeem, so Hakeem said that he did special ops training, which I was like, oh my gosh, do you know Fail! our friends? <laughs> have you been called a Muppet in your time, sir? I mm-hmm. need to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, like,
1: have
0: you been like have you had to survive being uh like gassed in a shipping container? Yeah. Now, Jenny,
1: uh, no, you might be if you're listening to this podcast, like, oh, these guys seem like they're gonna be pretty good at this. Yet they're in dead last. What the hell is going on? And
0: I... I wonder, I actually believe, and, and and perhaps this was just excellent editing on their part, was one of our first introductions to Hakeem, um, he was talking about the other teams and he was like, you know, you're getting like the confessionals where you're like sizing up the other teams and you're like, yeah. And you look and you see like a team of women and you're like, oh, I, I'm not sure how they'll do. And I was like, what an interesting, mm-hmm. uh, you know, snippet to give us when this team is being beaten by two teams of All women
1: dead last. Yeah. Joke's on you. Hakeem. Do we know? They're doing fine. Do we know why they're doing poorly?
0: I truly did not understand. Like they are uh, so
1: far behind and, but we never really got an explanation of like justice and Hakeem stopped to practice their martial arts. Like
0: (laughs) I wish that that was the story like that. I would have loved to see that. Are they Um, lost?
1: Are they slow?
0: I I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened here. Um, Maybe they just like, you know, enjoy each other's company so much that they just like get caught up talking. Uh, I don't know. but
1: (laughs) We got a lot of them just like from like in their backstories, but not a ton of uh, like, uh, I don't really know what's going on with them.
0: Yeah. And I I, I wasn't clear on like how much uh, they're, in each other's lives like Mm -hmm. like did they they just like mad at a martial arts thing and they're like hey do you want to do this uh this thing um and are they the only ones that have like a team name because like even the narrators called them team ninja and then we get this like um confessional from hakeem where he's like ninja means one who endures or perseveres so that's why we're team ninja and i was like do but, like, literally the 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 narrator called them Team Ninja. So, it's like, this is official. It's not just them saying that they're called Team Ninja. So, it's mm-hmm. like, what are the other teams called? Yeah. They're not calling themselves anything? They just, like, missed the boat on that? I
1: don't know. Justice looks like he just stepped out of a Civil War reenactment. <laughs> <laughs> Justice? Is Justice his real name? Um...
0: I believe it probably is. Yeah.
1: I mean like, I think it
0: probably is, but you might think it isn't, but I actually believe that this man's name is Justice.
1: Yeah. I mean, look at this picture <laughs> and tell me that this is not the like a uh, pilot for some <laughs> CBS procedural coming this fall. It's this fall. So Hakeem and Justice. Like, are team Ninja. <laughs> the-
0: like the back to back pose, like the arms crossed, like it, it is a movie poster. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like, uh, I see like justice, like he like LARPs in his free time, you know, that's yeah, what I, I could think. see
1: this. He yeah. goes to
0: like medieval fairs. Um, he, he's probably called a woman, milady in his time. I think maybe, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would love that if he calls one of the women on the season Milady.
0: Milady, yeah. 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 I think he's just got that, you know, kind of that kind of manner.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh what what are we calling it? Team Team Ninja? Is that the name? Team of? Ninja.
0: That's what they call themselves. Yeah.
1: Team Ninja starring uh two buddy uh cops named uh, Justice a- and ex special
0: forces agents that dabble in the martial ex-special arts.
1: Ex-special forces oh boy. uh members uh, who dabble Bro, whatever in whatever could you
0: be doing at this time?
1: The martial <laughs> arts. Okay. All right. So here's a, yeah, coming to coming to CBS, okay? In the high stakes world of law enforcement, it takes more than a badge and a gun to keep the streets safe. The <laughs> cat Team Ninja is a thrilling procedural drama that follows the lives of two unconventional buddy cops, Justice and Hakim, both special ex-Special Forces members with a shared passion for martial arts. They form yes. an unlikely duo that's ready to take on the criminal underworld with their unique blend of skills, wit, and determination. Justice is a disciplined and stoic ex-Navy SEAL haunted by the past oh. and driven by a relentless pursuit of justice, <laughs> appropriately made. (laughs) Having trained in various martial arts Since childhood He's a master in hand-to-hand combat And an expert marksman As the more level-headed member of the team He's always ready with a tactical plan To outsmart the criminals Hakim, on the other hand Is the charismatic and fearless Ex-Green Beret With keen intuition And unparalleled ability to adapt Hakim is the perfect complement To Justice's methodical approach His experience in unconventional warfare And background is a multiple This is so good
0: this is like it's too accurate.
1: Yes. Team <laughs> Ninja like is a gripping is and them. action-packed procedural drama that explores the complexities of friendship, loyalty, and the pursuit of justice.
0: The pursuit of justice is like, if we can't have the the, the show called that because it's like you can't just have the one guy's name in it. But like the
1: fact that it's the pursuit well, that's of like justice, every show. Yeah. it's have too perfect. Have you heard perfect. of Sir so Help Me, Todd? Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> All right, so and that's basically uh, "Race to Survive: colon, Alaska."
0: Yes. So I guess I'm like confused about the ending because we see we see the ending is mostly when. Um, th- uh, Oliver and Wilson make it to the crate first and get their little power, power of veto. Of veto right. um, and then Max and Christian are are shortly behind and they're like, oh, it's the brothers uh, foiled again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that seemed to be how it ended. So I, I'm assuming the seven medallions um, are just by default going to be for all of these teams because we had Breast relieve us. So... Um, <laughs> So, like, I don't know where we yeah. pick, like we just pick up and like that's it. That was just the the end of it. And yeah. uh, Hakeem and Justice all right. got lucky.
1: <laughs> well, Jenny, all right. So let's let's talk a little bit. Okay, so I okay. T- I, I tweeted out earlier today. Uh, so we have two different polls, okay. Uh, rob's website.com OG slash hit or quit. All right, make this is even more complicated. All right, <laughs> uh, from our, you know, the, the this is like the, our OG listeners, okay, because I feel like that I wanted to get like the casuals on the street that are just mm-hmm. looking at Twitter and then yeah. also the people that are like our faithful listeners course. who are going to listen every week and then also weigh in on the poll. So Which
0: we appreciate you. Yes. Earlier, real tonight,
1: Sam Moore sent me, uh, it's a hit or Robin Jenny should quit. Uh, and we had 77% of our listeners responded to say Robin Jenny should quit. Oh, oh my gosh. But, okay, according to Twitter, okay, I tweeted out the poll earlier on Thursday. Um, Do you think that we should uh, hit or quit? Is it a hit or should we quit? Um, 46.5% of the listeners said it's a hit. 53% said we should quit.
0: See, this is confusing because if anything, I would have thought that those... Those results would be the other way around, where I just—I guess maybe the listeners were just really high on Farmer Wants a Wife, and we just didn't. Maybe see they're it mad. I thought maybe they're mad,
1: but so more. Yeah. <laughs> So more of the hardcore (laughs) listener said, uh, quit watching this show. Uh it was closer to 50-50. It was 53.5 to 46.5 on Twitter. I will say that Kason from the show responded said, keep watching. It only gets more crazy. And then kind of like the like bashful emoji, like,
0: oh.
1: Um, so, you better not
0: tease us like that, Kason. Like
1: you better I'll, deliver. I'll tell you my vote, Jenny. I want to. <laughs> okay. I want to stay. I, I want to. Okay. I, I think that this is this it has the possibility to be a hit. Uh, I think that this was kind of a a, a little bit. Uh, I mean, for, like uh, I don't want to say it was slow, but um, you know, the, there were the, we had a medical evacuation in the first episode, which is the mark yeah. of any great Survivor season, of course, uh, and then. I, I'm interested to see when they get together and live in the camps.
0: Yes. I mean, just like with Farmer Wants a Wife, it's like the mingling uh, is, is where it could get interesting. Um, and, and there's at least enough intrigue for me that I didn't get enough of an idea from the first episode that what the whole show might end up looking mm-hmm. like. So I, I am interested enough to see uh, what the next episode could look like um i will not say that i am 100% fully confident that this has the meat uh sorry to jeff and hunter to last us like the whole series mm-hmm. um but i i feel like we gave farmer wants a wife what four episodes, four episodes. before we yeah. quit and i just feel like there wasn't anything that I saw that makes me think that, you know, we would have to quit
1: just Mm -hmm. yet.
0: Like if we watch another episode and I'm like, okay, it's more of the same, uh, this time, you know, Hunter didn't want to eat. Um, like a can of tuna, and mm-hmm. then projectile projectile vomited again, or something. I don't know. Like uh, Jeff is is going to sever his toe this time. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's more of the same, that's a different story. But I think like a premiere is like a setup, obviously, yeah. and so I think that we got enough out of this. There are some interesting enough characters that I think that maybe they could hold my attention. Um, So I think for me, it's like, it's like a slightly tentative hit. um, But like for, for me, like if there's nothing else being offered to us as as something that's like, like, are the people telling us to quit no. our, our faithfuls? Do they just want us to go back to former wants a wife or do they have something else? Is there a new you hotness know, that we don't know about? S-
1: some some push for seeking brother husband. Uh, but oh. overall, we don't have a ton of other uh, things that are being suggested our way. So I say we so we keep going. I think there's a chance we could talk to the, some of the cast members if we wanted to do that I, as I'm- well.
0: I, I think that some of these people could be very fun. Yeah. So um I'm not I don't hate it. I'm but I am as as a woman of the people. Yeah. I will say the, the poll results do give me a little bit of pause. Of pause. Um because I know that I'm always going to be like, oh, it's a survival show, like, bah. um, but, but what if it gets crazy? If it gets I mean it, it wasn't bad. And it could get it could get wild. Uh, obviously, you know, I, I was not excited to see a woman think that she was going to die and go to he- she's go going to, to see her partner in heaven. Um, But it was definitely dramatic. Um, and so I, I don't know. I, I, I'm curious enough. And if you feel good about it, let's give it another shot.
1: Yeah, it it airs Monday night on the USA Network. Uh, So if people want to check out this next week's episode or go back and watch it, I'm not sure. I saw in the chat before if the episodes were on Peacock. I did look.
0: I thought I heard that it was. I did look
1: on Peacock, and I. did not see them and usually, okay. uh, anything USA ends up on, the, uh, pacock, uh, but.
0: <laughs> I saw it I, on NBC, um, like NBC streaming page, but I get very see. confused because I am in Canada. So sometimes I'll go to a page and then it's like, you can't watch this cause you're Canadian. Um, but it looked like it had streaming of it on the NBC, uh, streaming page whatever that yeah is. i do
1: not see it on um on on peacock but uh p- could potentially be on hulu uh i'm not sure
0: i swear i went to i went like nbc streaming uh race to survive
1: mm-hmm. Alaska,
0: and alaska episode meet the monster nbc.com forward slash Race to Survive Alaska forward slash video. Yeah, it looks mm-hmm. like it's on, on NBC.com.
1: Yeah, okay. For, this video for, is not
0: available in my location. So free on NBC.com? <laughs> I, that I don't know because it wouldn't even let me get that far. Yes. This is not available okay. in my location. <laughs> Look,
1: we're trying to figure it out, all right? So uh, that's what's going on. But it uh, is
0: on USA Network race, on Monday race evening. Race to
1: Survive, colon, Alaska. Okay, mm-hmm. Jenny, what's coming up for you?
0: Um, nothing. Just, uh, racing to survive day-to-day life Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) and a busy,
0: a busy time in my, uh, day job. And, uh, but yeah, looking forward to, um, some exciting things in the spring and uh that's pretty much it just uh looking forward to seeing what happens each week with you it's like kind of like exciting to be like what will we podcast next week
1: let's see let's see what i don't know
0: variety is the spice of life so
1: you know Mm -hmm. so spicy so true yes okay then uh, we are going to uh, have all of our Survivor coverage coming up on Wednesday night. I Also, earlier today, I got to talk about, uh, I've been uh, covering Succession Weekly with uh, Josh Wiggler on our coverage on Post Show Recaps. Um, one of the many Succession podcasts that they're doing, but I'm having a lot of fun doing that. And over the weekend, I, on Nothing But Netflix, Ali Lasher joined the birthday boy, Chappelle and I, yeah. to talk about... The hit Netflix movie *Murder Mystery 2*, and so uh, we talked about that. Maybe how would Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler do on the Mm. uh, *Race to Survive: Colon Alaska*? I would love that. Uh,
0: Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be thinking about like what teams that what duos like. I think that you could easily just go through like survivor people because it's like, OK, they've got survivors like survival skills now. Like you definitely could think of like some some iconic survivor pairs. Like, is this going to be the new thing where it's like instead of being like, we're going to go on Amazing Race together. Now, people that are on these Certainly shows, they're the Big Brother in afraid circles. <laughs> like they're gonna be like, now we're gonna we're gonna get cast on race to survive colon, Alaska, or wherever the next place will be. Mm-hmm. That's the new that's the new thing.
1: So new hotness, new coldness. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for joining us here live. This was uh yeah. fun. hopefully we can do some more live uh episodes of Hit or Quit once again. You could subscribe to our Hit or Quit Podcast feed at Rob's Website.com slash hit or quit feed. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.